Do you have a tricky work problem that you need to solve? I have a great podcast recommendation for you featuring a pair of expert women. Whether you're just starting your career or a seasoned professional, check out Fixable, a podcast from TED. Hosted by Harvard professor Frances Fry and her wife, leadership coach Ann Morris, the brilliant duo provide honest, actionable advice to help you navigate everything from a gaslighting manager to returning to work after parental leave. They'll leave you feeling empowered and ready to act. Listen to Fixable wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, and welcome to the Bossed Up Podcast, episode 197. We are rounding out the month of January. Can you believe it? Can you believe how fast this first month of the new year and the new decade has just flown by? Now, today, I kind of want to be your friendly neighborhood accountability coach by forcing a little reflection upon us. Now, keep in mind, this can be hard because I know for anyone who sets New Year's resolutions, Typically, according to research, about 88% of us have already failed to live up to them. And I want to address that today. Don't tune out. Don't skip this if you're feeling called out by that statement, by that statistic. In fact, this is really for you if you're finding yourself disappointed with yourself in the month of January. First, let me say that all the new year, new you stuff and new decade messaging that we received this year was kind of intense. So if you're feeling behind, if you're feeling disappointed, if you're feeling like a failure right now, you need to hear what I'm about to say. I want to address how to recover from those missteps on our high and lofty and audacious goals. Because let me be clear, they are inevitable. Failure on the road to success is inevitable. And so it is our job to think through and really be strategic and kind about how we can recover when this is where we're feeling, when we're more motivationally stunted. So three things I want to tackle today. One, I want to talk through the difference between guilt and shame and how demotivating they can be. Two, I want to break down how you can change the narrative in your own mind when you've got repeating racing thoughts that are not helping you out. And three, I want to talk a little bit about the progress principle and how you can get yourself back on track. Okay, so first, let's break down the difference between guilt and shame, because you may be feeling some some delightful cocktail of both right now if you have not lived up to 100% of your aspirations this month, but they're very different in how they set you up to move forward. First, there's guilt. Guilt is that feeling of, oh, I did something bad. I did something bad. The guilt component is attached to the action, not to the actor, not to you. Shame, on the other hand, is, ugh, I am such a bad person. Or let's be real, I, I usually think like, God, I, I'm such a f- up. <laughs> Woo, that's a, that's a four-letter word, uh, hot, and, hot and early on the podcast today, but I'm just, I'm just being real with you. You know, a lot of times our inner monologue is not very kind when we are in the heat of failure. And so here's the difference. Like, here's why that difference is so key. When we externalize our failures as an action that we did or did not do, something we failed to do or something we did that we are not proud of, it gives us the potential, the hope. 
it retains the identity of yourself as someone who can act better. When you act poorly, it doesn't mean you will always act poorly. When you act poorly and you you externalize the bad feeling as part of this action that you took, it still retains the possibility and the hope for the future that you can make better choices and make different actions and, and take different actions. Versus when you're feeling shame, which is more often verbalized like, Ugh, I'm just never going to be a fit person. I'm just not an exercise-oriented person. I'm just a lazy person. That mindset, that which really harkens back to Carol Dweck's research on, on mindset, but that's a whole other podcast for a whole other time. But that mindset of this is a fixed trait. This is who I am. It is in my DNA. When we feel shame, there's no room for hope. It feels like we're predestined to be a failure. So it's really important that when you hear shame coming up for you, when you feel shame, like, oh, I'm such a bad person, or I'm such a lazy person, or I'm such a whatever negative adjective, insert here, person, it's really important that we take a moment to breathe, acknowledge that thought, and change it to a guilt thought because that is more productive, frankly. Change it to something that attaches the negative emotion to the action, not who you are. So for example, oh God, I, I talked about this a couple of years ago on the podcast, but for example, one thing that always comes up for me is the one and only time this has ever happened, because I am a very reliable public speaking professional, to be clear, but there was one time when I got some time zones mixed up and I left literally an entire company hanging, waiting for me to tune into the webinar that they had paid me to provide, you know, training services that I provide for companies all the time, sometimes in, in via webinar, more often in person, but whatever, that's besides the point. I just completely did not show up for a webinar. I'm sweating just even talking about this. And I remember coming out of the podcasting cave that I was in where I was recording episodes for a couple hours to see a bunch of emails and texts and calls that I had missed that were like, where are you? And just the overwhelming feeling of shame. And just sitting in that shame shower is just the worst. And I had to take a beat before I called the client and owned up to this huge mistake and made it up to them and offered them some free stuff to make it up to them, which by the way, things went swimmingly and they ended up hiring me for even more, which is great. But I remember having to take a beat and just breathe and say, I am not a f up. I f up. I am not a f up. I f up. I am not a bad person. I am not an unreliable, unprofessional person, which is what was spinning through my head. This was a mistake. This did not go well. And what can I learn from it? So these are both demotivating feelings, to be clear. Guilt and shame will, you know, really suck the air out of the room in terms of your motivation to move forward on your goals. But guilt is what we are aiming for when shame is what we are feeling, and it can be done. And the second thing I want to talk about is how to do that, which I just illustrated in my webinar fail story, which is changing the narrative. What I mean by that is, and, and actually Brene Brown talks a lot about this in a lot of her books, but I, I recently finished Dare to Lead, which was great. And she and her team use this strategy known as the story I'm telling myself. 
I want to pause and just explain that for a moment. The idea behind this strategy is that when you're feeling guilt or shame, there's usually a narrative behind it. Like the story I'm telling myself is that I'm just an unreliable, unprofessional person and it makes me feel like a total fraud and who am I to be doing what I'm doing and maybe I'm totally unqualified. Like that's the story I was telling myself, which is not a great story or grounded in reality for that matter, when I failed to show up for this webinar. It's hard to unpack our guilt and shame until you unpack the story behind it. So you can literally challenge yourself to just finish the sentence the story that I'm telling myself is dot, dot, dot. Finish that sentence and then look at it. Write it down. Look at it. And as my therapist says when, when talking about anxiety, is there any evidence to back this up? Is there any evidence that I'm a total fraud? Is there any evidence that I'm not qualified to be doing what I'm doing? And when you look at the often irrational fears, anxieties, and, and negative stories that belie our guilt and shame – there's not a lot of evidence to back those things up. You know, it's just our anxiety and fear and guilt and shame running amok to set off all the internal alarm bells in our system to spur us, quite frankly, to take action. So writing out your narrative can help you rewrite it and say, okay, what's the real story here? The real story is I'm not perfect. Nobody is, right? I messed up the time zones on this. I need to make sure that when I'm podcasting, I can still be reached by cell phone. There were mistakes made, no doubt, that can be rectified moving forward. And it is also important for me to acknowledge the reality that nobody is perfect, neither am I. And that is a narrative that I could rewrite and move forward feeling human, fallible, but human. And when we remind ourselves of our humanity, we can bring a little more self-love to the conversation, whether it's the one we're having out loud or the one we're having in our head. So unpack the narrative by, by sharing the story behind the negative emotion that you're feeling right now. And then the third aspect of how we can get unstuck when we feel like our New Year's resolutions have failed already is to embrace what's known as the progress principle. The progress principle is this concept in psychology that the sensation, the mere sensation of forward momentum is inherently motivating. It's why I always share that when I make a to-do list, sometimes I will sit down and write at the top of that to-do list, make to-do list, and then I will check it off. And it's silly, right? It's totally ridiculous. But just taking stock of forward movement, just making progress, no matter how small, gives you a little boost of motivational reserves, gives you a little energy spike to say, okay, step one, done, what's next? And it can get you back on track faster. So if you're thinking, oh my goodness, my New Year's resolutions were so lofty and there were so many of them, I want you to look at what you had initially intended to do and make one teeny tiny goal for yourself, a sub-goal, right? A tiny step in the direction of those larger endeavors. And do one thing today. Do one thing today. That's one tiny step, whether it's sending that email, asking that person out for coffee, scheduling that appointment with your dentist or your psychotherapist or your mom or whomever. Do one thing today that gets you back on track. Because when you break it down into teeny tiny action steps and set a realistic sub-goal, 
the achievement of that tiny step will boost your motivation and get you back on track faster. If you are amongst the 88% of us who feel like we have already broken our New Year's resolutions, let me remind you there's still hope. There's still 11 months left in this year. We are just getting started. So do not allow an early misstep to lower your expectations for yourself all year long, right? We can get back on track. We can clarify where we're aiming towards, and we can take tiny steps together as a community. Speaking of community, the Life Tracker Planner community is open. If you're interested in joining us and didn't have a chance to buy our Life Tracker Planner itself before they sold out at the very top of January, which is wild and very exciting. There are over 500 bosses out here who are striving and thriving together, and you are cordially invited to join us. We now have made available a digital downloadable print-at-home version of our 2020 planners, which you can access via today's show notes. And with that planner purchase comes the provision of quarterly accountability calls, monthly emails to keep you motivated, and step-by-step instructions to help you make the most of your Life Tracker planner all year long. So if you want to join Boss Up's most active accountability community and gain the tools and have the common vernacular that we're using with the Life Tracker method, make sure to snag your digital downloadable print-at-home version of the 2020 planners now. If you found today's episode helpful, share it with the folks in your world who could use it. I think a lot of us are feeling like, oops, we did not get everything done that we intended to get done this month, and that is a-okay. I am here to say we are aiming for progress, not perfection. So if you feel the same way, take a moment to share this episode now. Thanks as always for listening, and until next time, keep bossing in pursuit of your purpose, and together we'll lift as we climb. 